So, folks, welcome back. And, you know, every now and again, you've got to find something humorous in what's going on out there. And sometimes, I mean, you just don't have to look that hard. This is an example of that. Today in TheHill.com, there's an article entitled, Trump Urges Court to Overturn Rubber Stamp of January 6th Committee. So, as we know, there's a January 6th select committee right now that is... um, going to town with a lot of subpoenas, getting people in. And this is an article, folks, that um, what I'd like to do is just kind of uh, deconstruct this. So I'll just kind of go through and hit the pertinent points and then throw out uh, a few bones in terms of uh, maybe some things that uh, we ought to think about. So in this article, it says that lawyers for President Trump on Tuesday asked an appeals court to overturn a judge's ruling that would allow the National Archives and Records Administration, also known as NARA, to hand over hundreds of pages of White House records to to the House January 6th Select Committee. In a brief filed with the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, Trump's legal team argued that the ruling from U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin is essentially a rubber stamp for the committee and would upend the balance of powers between the executive and legislative branches. So, folks, just keep in mind when you're going through and you're hearing what his lawyers are saying, there's only one situation in this whole article where I can see that they're actually referring to Trump as the previous former ex-president. Now, I know his office in Mar-a-Lago might look a lot like the White House. He's got the big, resolute-looking desk, He's got some good pictures. He's got the same pictures behind him, as a matter of fact, that he had when he was president at the White House. It kind of looks the same, but it's not. He's an ex-president. He's been so, going on for what what a year now, and they, they just don't get it. I think they're playing into his ego with all of this. So his attorneys say the stakes are high in this case. A decision upholding the committee's request to NARA would have enormous consequences forever, changing the dynamics between the political branches. It is naive to assume that the fallout will be limited to President Trump, ex-President Trump, or the events of January 6th of 2021. Every Congress will point to some unprecedented thing about this president, this ex-president, to justify a request for his presidential records. They go on to say, in these hyper-partisan times, Congress will increasingly and inevitably use this new weapon to perpetually harass its political rival. Ex-political rival. The article says that Trump quickly appealed after Chuck can ruled in favor of the committee last week and secured a temporary injunction from the D.C. Circuit Court just a day before NARA was set to begin handing over the records to the committee. Just in time, Donald Trump. So Trump's lawyers have argued that the records request is impermissibly broad and that the Biden administration's refusal to honor the former president's assertion of executive privilege infringes on his constitutional rights. So that's where they actually refer to him as the former president. Just the one time. But Chuck in the article says, ruled last week that Trump as a former president has little power to interfere in such an exchange between the sitting president and Congress 
The former president's legal team told the D.C. Circuit Court on Tuesday that if Chuckin's decision were to stand, it would open up future presidents to invasive congressional harassment. If the committee's request is upheld, there would be no limitation on presidential records. Congress could review ex-presidential records. That makes a big difference. It doesn't quite have the same ring to it. If they had put ex-president or former president into that statement that they wrote, let's read it again. If the committee's request is upheld, there would be no limitation on the ex-presidential records Congress could review. I mean, it almost defeats itself right there. So what's going to happen with this, folks? The appeals court has fast-tracked Trump's appeal with responses from the committee and the Biden administration due next week. A three-judge panel will hear oral arguments on the case November 30th. So, folks, as we know, I'm just going to put this up. You know this. Congress has an oversight role. They've always had an oversight role. They're just doing what they should do. In five years, folks, guess what? We're all going to see this stuff anyway. Yeah, Donald Trump, we're all going to see it anyway in five years. Now, that's very convenient for you because it comes one year after the next presidential election. But in five years, we're all going to see it. And we're all going to sit there and laugh and we're all going to maybe cry. I don't know, but we're all going to be able to see it. And folks, I would also argue that being able to see the records of an ex-former president one year after he left office adds a further check and balance on the whole process. Maybe the mastermind of the January 6th insurrection, Donald Trump, wouldn't have done what he did if he knew that people were going to be looking at all of those records just a year after he left office. Maybe he wouldn't have done what he did. And let me add this to it, folks. Do you think the mastermind of the January 6th insurrection, Donald Trump, really cares about potential harassment of future ex-presidents? I mean, do you think he really cares? I mean, that's just ludicrous, for God's sakes. That was one of the things that they said, potential harassment of future presidents. He's concerned about this. Give me a break. The only thing that he's concerned about, folks, is that this information might impinge on his ability to raise money for his political action committees. We all know it. We all know that. Might make him look bad. Might make the donations take a little bit of a hit. If they find out that I had such a big role, potentially, right, in this January 6th insurrection. Forget it. He's not concerned about potential harassment of future ex-presidents. And folks, like I like to say here, you know, in closing with this, if Donald Trump did nothing wrong, he's got nothing to hide. This Flash Briefing was brought to you by the Rust and Culture Podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play, or wherever you find your podcast. Thanks for listening.